Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Afternoon and Friday night and could have some more heavy rain Friday afternoon through Friday night. Keep that in mind if you're headed out of town for the holiday weekend. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. 48 in Manassas, 50 Metro Center, 46 you're waking up to in Frederick. We're at 50 straight up and holding brought to you by Dulles Glass. For all your glass mirror and shower door needs, visit DallasGlass.com. Dallas Glass, love your glass. WTOP at 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up on WTOP, at least four people have died in ferocious storms in the south. The massive system is also drenching millions in the northeast. The intense rain and wind has moved through our area, leaving with behind... Outages, some damage, and school changes. A Bethesda man says, I'm happy that uh, I'm okay. After he crashes into a fallen tree, I'm Mike Marilla. Also this morning. Why your photos of flooding could help fight climate change. I'm Kate Ryan. Wall Street ended mixed. Asian stocks mainly lower. Good morning, 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Big plows have been clearing out the snow in Davenport, Iowa, as a powerful storm moves out. In North Florida, a suspected tornado ripped through the town of Graceville. This man was heading to shelter when it hit. The back of the house was ripping off, and I almost couldn't get the door shut. It was trying to suck the door open, and I literally had to brace my feet against the wall to pull the door to. At least four people have died in the storm. Millions of people are now dealing with a snowy and drenching storm that's hitting dozens of States in the east. CBS News Baltimore's Paul Gessler spoke with residents of low-lying areas of that city. Sandbags offer a defense of sorts to the heavy rainfall and the main concern to many who work and live here. Flooding, of course. You know, we're low-lying down here. We've flooded before, so definitely flooding. Trying to prepare for it so I don't have three inches of water in my basement. Nakia is thankful she was able to get a few bags to better protect her home. Sandbags are very expensive and they are really hard to come by, so this is definitely a big help. City parking garage is also open free to nearby residents to get their cars off the streets before floodwaters rise. There's not bad weather, just bad preparedness, bad clothing, you know. Boeing is promising to fix its 737 MAX 9 jets after a piece of the fuselage broke off during an Alaska Airlines flight on Friday. CEO Dave Calhoun in a company video. I didn't know what happened to whoever was supposed to be in the seat next to that hole in the airplane. I got kids, I got grandkids, and so do you. This stuff matters. Some House Republicans today will begin the process that could lead to the impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, says CBS's Stacey Lynn. The goal of Republicans is to capitalize on the border crisis. Their plan is to run the impeachment effort through the House Homeland Security Committee and not the House Judiciary Committee, where there are still key GOP holdouts on the Judiciary panel. There's been yet another delay getting Americans back onto the moon, says CBS's Matt Piper. It now won't be until late 2026 when the first woman and first person of color will step foot on the moon. NASA delaying its Artemis moon landing program. The space agency had planned to send four astronauts around the moon late this year. That's now set for late next year. The first human moon landing in more than 50 years also got bumped from 2025 to September 2026. It cited safety and technical issues for the delays. A bill introduced into the California House of Representatives would ban tackle football for kids 12 and younger. Assemblymember Kevin McCarty 
says he's concerned about repetitive hits to the brain. The bill will get a hearing in committee later this morning. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free. Rolling strong. Belief. Believe you can and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. WTOP at 403. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th, 2024. Welcome in. Partly sunny, windy, chilly, drying out towards daybreak, upper 40s for the low before we're done. We're at 50 straight up in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride. Last night's powerful storms have moved out of the area for the most part this early morning. The storms bringing with it downing several trees in Montgomery County, including one in Bethesda, which led to two car crashes. When the storm really picked up, David Hearn of Bethesda had just left the library where he returned a book. And it was pretty dark and rainy, and uh, this tree had fallen across Westbard Avenue here. And He didn't see the massive tree that fell on the road, and he ran into it. Luckily, I was on the side of the tree with the smaller branches, and after I was stopped, I had my flashers and lights on. Another car came from the other direction, and... Ran into the bigger end from the other side. Shaking his car, he says. A little rattling around, a little excitement from that. But as he watched road crews try to pull his car from the tree, he says... I'm happy that uh, I'm okay. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Thousands remain in the dark this morning in our region, updating you on the restoration process for your power this morning. At last check, Dominion Energy reports almost 900 homes and businesses in the dark in Fairfax County. And almost 1,600 homes and businesses are without juice in D.C. That comes from Pepco this hour. Pepco also has about 3,000 customers in the dark in Montgomery County. BGE reporting 1,500 outages in Prince George's County. 3,100 in Howard County. More than 9,000 homes and businesses out in Anne Arundel County. And last check with a Southern Maryland Electric Cooperative. They say they have about 700 customers who are in the dark in Calvert County. They have been making some progress restoration-wise this overnight early morning. Now, school systems and changes they're making today. A heads-up from WTOP this Wednesday morning, January 10th. Howard County and Anne Arundel County Public Schools in Maryland will open under a two-hour delay today. And in Virginia, Culpeper County, Falkir County, Fredericksburg City, Spotsylvania County, and Stafford County Public Schools will open two hours late. Check for the full list of delays and updates on power restoration. Uh, click away. We're updating the information at WTOP.com, of course. WTOP at 406. So you like posting photos of dramatic weather? Do it for science. Maryland's Department of Natural Resources wants your flood photos. We are asking for you to take photos of any sort of flooding that you see. Kate Vogel, who looks at the impacts of climate change for the Maryland Department of Natural Resources, explains. Maybe it's your storm drains are overflowing. Maybe your driveway has disappeared. The idea is that you post photos to the My Coast Maryland app, and Vogel says other planners and scientists can pull important data from those images. So that we can plan accordingly and start to do some resilience project planning. Vogel emphasizes that while the photos are public on the site, your private information is kept private. The more people across the state register, says Vogel, the more communities affected by flooding 
can be helped. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. Maryland and Virginia drivers who rack up speeding tickets in D.C. don't have to pay them. Did you know that? It's gotten to the point, apparently, where one local Maryland driver now owes $186,000 in unpaid fines to the district. The D.C. Council to that end wants to force those drivers to pay up anyway, even if it means taking them to court. In a unanimous first vote, the D.C. Council has said yes to a bill that would significantly toughen traffic enforcement against speeding drivers. Under the bill sponsored by Ward 6 Council Member Charles Allen, D.C. would be allowed to boot and tow cars caught repeatedly speeding, whether the tickets are paid or not. The bill will allow the district's attorney general to sue drivers who have demonstrated histories of dangerous driving and can seek payment for outstanding tickets, the immobilization of their vehicle, the suspension of driving privileges. The bill cracking down on speeding drivers will face a second vote in two weeks and if approved again would be sent to the mayor for her signature. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, what? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie. The man who became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 4.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Butch Seltzer with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Still plenty of flooding throughout the area in Virginia. We have flooding, and that has the road closed on Lawyers Road in both directions between Route 123 and Hunter Mill Road. In Leesburg, both directions on Shreve Mill Road between Dulles Greenway and Sicklin Road. That's closed due to the flooding. Uh, in Caroline, on Route 17 southbound between Sandy Lane Drive and Petmire Hill Road, flooding as that roadway closed. In Stafford, on Telegraph Road, both directions are blocked due to fallen power cables between Den Rich Road and Route 1. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270 Bay Bridge. We do have wind warnings. There currently are no restrictions. Just be careful when you're crossing. In Maryland, we're closed due to flooding in Maddox on Route 238, both directions between Manor Road and Hurry Road. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. Temperatures falling into the 40s. It's going to feel a little colder. Winds are going to be gusting up to about 30 miles an hour as we continue over the next couple of hours. And they're going to actually increase by daybreak. We're going to see winds through your Wednesday, 40, 50 miles an hour. Wind advisory in place for areas west of D.C. Now, lots of sunshine for your Wednesday. Temperatures around 50. Lots of sunshine, lighter winds. Temperatures low 50s for Thursday. More heavy rain and windy conditions Friday night into Saturday. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. We're at 51 Upper Marlboro, 49 Woodbridge, 50 and Holding in our nation's capital. This 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th, 2024. Glad you're starting your morning with us. Welcome in. Brought to you this time around on TOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. Check them out. WTOP at 410. 
where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff. Tax filing deadline actually falls on April 15th. This year, not delayed as in years past, the IRS will start accepting returns January 29th. Small business optimism rose to a five-month high in December. Brazilian Steakhouse Fogo de Chão will open at D.C.'s The Wharf. Last year, it opened its sixth area restaurant at National Harbor. The Dow finished Tuesday session down 158 points. The S&P 500 index down just seven. The Nasdaq gained 14. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks finished mainly lower. The Kospi's down almost 20 points. The Hang Seng down 93. The Shanghai off 16, though the exception is the Nikkei which closed up by 679 points. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle by providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org. Healing the Invisible Wounds of War Through Creativity. HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Good Wednesday morning, January 10th. We're learning more here at WTLP this hour about why Secretary of Defense Austin has been in the hospital since New Year's Day. We're in depth. Coming up on WTLP this morning, where the time now is 412. Good morning, sunshine. You're with Dean Lane on WTLP. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP traffic every 10 minutes on the 8th and when it breaks. Good Wednesday morning, January 10th. If you're just joining us, welcome in. Partly sunny, windy, chilly, drying out as we head towards daybreak. Upper 40s for the high. We're at 50 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're starting your early morning with us. Time now is 413. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is being treated for prostate cancer and suffered complications, apparently, that led him to being taken to the hospital on New Year's Day, where he is still being treated this morning. All this coming from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, the statement revealing the cancer was discovered, apparently, in early December. Austin got a minimally invasive surgical procedure on December 22nd to treat the cancer. He was under general anesthesia during this procedure. Then, on New Year's Day, he was readmitted, apparently, with a urinary tract infection. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green spoke to Virginia Democratic Congressman Jerry Connolly, who serves on the Committee of Foreign Affairs and the Committee of Oversight and Reform. I hope he is on the road to recovery and can return to his responsibilities. You know, there's, there's a human aspect of this that some of my colleagues conveniently kind of overlook. Uh, and I I think we we have to remember this is a human being whose health is apparently uh, in some jeopardy, and, and we want to be sensitive about that. Having said that, part two, what happened here? How did three working days go by without 
proper notification, and how did that affect the delegation of responsibilities within the chain of command? And that's not a trivial issue. We're not talking about, you know, a Starbucks manager who's sick and has to hand over responsibilities for data, his or her, you know, uh, second in command. We're talking about the United States Defense Department, the largest military in the world. What should be done about this? Well, before people rush to judgment, let's find out what happened. Uh, and let's also explore how we can fix whatever holes are in that system of delegation in the chain of command so this cannot happen again, so that we there's an automatic transfer of power uh, when that is required. Uh, it can't be left up to the individual judgment of the secretary himself or his immediate team, which is, seems to there seems to have been a breakdown somewhere in that team of the Office of Secretary of Defense, and we need to understand what happened uh, and uh, and what how can we fix that? How can we make sure we're not facing this again? Looking at what this means for the administration, the nation, the credibility of the Secretary of Defense, and the Congress, the U.S. as a whole, how much damage does something like this do? Certainly, I would say that the Secretary of Defense has some explaining to do when he returns to health. Uh, this is not acceptable, and he's going to have to address it front and center to the American people and to the Congress. The administration, obviously, is going to ultimately have to review what happened and make appropriate changes or recommendations for changes, including possibly legislative changes, uh, to codify the delegation of power within the chain of command under circumstances such as this. Um, and I, I know there'll be public hearings where the secretary and the deputy secretary will be summoned to testify and explain themselves. So there'll be a period of public accountability in our future. And what flows from that, we'll have to see. Virginia Democratic Congressman Jerry Connolly talking with WTOP's national security correspondent J.J. Green. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this early Wednesday morning. The worst of the heavy rains, high winds moving out of the WTOP listing area this overnight early morning. We'll bring you the very latest here on your first alert weather station. Bay Bridge is open again now after being shut down for about four hours because of winds gusting up to 80 miles an hour at times. And there's a substantial number of people in our area sitting in darkened homes waiting for the lights and heat to come back on. We'll update you on the outages and the restoration this morning. In just minutes, you are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character (laughs) with a nasty bag of tricks, sleet and snow, freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. Coming up after traffic and weather this half hour on WTLP Wednesday morning. Support for crime victims filling police jobs. Maryland's governor lays out his plans for public safety. I'm Kate Ryan. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th at 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, guaranteed 24-7 on WTLP. Traffic first to Butch Seltzer for that in the WTLP Traffic Center. 
Thank you, Dean. In Maryland, we're closed due to flooding in Maddox on Route 238, both directions between Manor Road and Hurry Road. In Virginia and Vienna, flooding as the road closed on Lawyers Road. That's both directions between Route 123 and Hunter Mill Road. In Leesburg, both directions on Shreveville Road. Between Dulles Greenway and Sicklin Road, that's closed due to flooding as well. In Carolina, Route 17 southbound between Sandy Lane Drive and Petmire Hill Road, flooding as that roadway closed. In Stafford, Telegraph Road, both directions are blocked due to fallen power cables. That's between Denrich Road and Route 1. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270. The Bay Bridge, we do have wind warnings. There are currently no restrictions. Just make sure you're careful when you're crossing. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up this morning. Cracking down on convicted felons who have guns. We think it's going to make our community safer. I'm Nick Ainelli. Winds gusting up to about 30 miles an hour through the overnight, but the heavy rain is out of here. A few little light showers passing by, but again, most of us will stay dry. It's the winds that are going to be the main concern. Now, they pick up once again around daybreak. Lots of sunshine for your Wednesday. Temperatures around 50, but we're going to see some wind gusts. 40, 50 miles an hour. Wind advisory in place west of D.C. for your Wednesday. By Thursday, light winds. Plenty of sunshine. Temperatures in the low 50s. More rain expected Friday night. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. On the reason right now, we're at 50 degrees, Hyattsville, 47 Herndon, 50. You're waking up in Foggy Bottom. We're at 50 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. WTOP at 420. Good morning. Oftentimes, the wheelchairs our veterans and first responders receive from their health care providers are subpar at best. Some are falling apart with a years-long waiting list for a new one. This lag causes a tremendous amount of stress for our heroes and creates a burden for their caregivers. Isolation leads to depression. We build what they need to get outdoors, hunting, fishing, or playing sports. Join the mission at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 421. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. With concerns about violence and juvenile crime locally top of the mind for many people in our area right now, Maryland's governor is laying out his legislative package on the issue this week. It comes a day before lawmakers are set to get back to work in Annapolis. Governor Westmore ticked off three bills he says will address violence, including gun violence in Maryland. First, we will introduce the Victims' Compensation Reform Act. This bill will ensure that victims of crime can count on support when they need it most. On the need to fill police positions, the governor said, We will introduce the Growing Apprenticeships in Public Safety, also called the GAPS Act. That bill's designed to build a more robust career pipeline into law enforcement in the state. More called gun violence a public safety crisis. We will introduce a bill to create a new Center for Firearm Violence Prevention and Intervention in the Maryland Department of Health. 
Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now to Northern Virginia this morning where there is a new strategy in place to stop crime. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us the strategy focuses apparently on dedicating more time and resources toward investigating convicted felons. While it's illegal for convicted felons to have a gun in Virginia, Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says last year 80 felons were arrested in the county for having a firearm. It's something he wants to crack down on, so he's putting together a team that's going to work on investigating those cases. It's an immediate response by seasoned detectives who know the intricacies of these types of investigations. The county's Commonwealth's attorney, Steve Descano. This really is about a commitment to doing more. Some of the goals of the initiative include deterring felons from possessing firearms and identifying where the guns are coming from. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Walmart is unveiling plans to dive further into the world of AI, artificial intelligence, and drones to improve its customers' shopping experiences. The largest retailer in the U.S. has announced now it will actually be expanding its drone delivery to 1.8 million additional households in the Dallas-Fort Worth area later this year in Texas. Walmart has also announced generative AI-powered search experience for iPhone users in the future. All of this news coming during a keynote at the trade show CES in Las Vegas this week. Good day, sunshine. The world's biggest cruise ship is preparing for final inspections ahead of its maiden voyage this month. Oil Caribbean's icon of the sea ship arrived in Puerto Rico this week to get checked out before finally setting sail. The ship will embark on its maiden voyage, we're told, from Miami on January 27th this month. The 20-deck vessel dwarfs its competitors, has room for 5,600 guests and other 2,300 crew members. The ship has different neighborhoods and more than 40 dining and bar options and even a water park. So now you know. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., A. Joffe, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. It's a beautiful morning. You're with Dean Lane on WTM. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time, 425, and Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. The commander's search for a new head of football operations is off and running. Josh Harris opened his palatial Miami home to a pair of assistant GMs Tuesday. The 49ers Adam Peters and the Chiefs Mike Borgonzi and will host a pair more Wednesday when the Eagles Alec Hallaby and the Bears Ian Cunningham sit down for interviews. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we offered our dream scenarios for the GM and coach hires and George Wallace said, This is an attractive job for a number of reasons. And especially, you know, an ownership group that is going to do things the right way. You have a off season with almost $80 million and the icing, the cherry, whatever you want to say on top, the number two overall pick. 